All right, guys. Welcome to our uh, first podcast. Happy um, Thursday. This is the Buckeye Bubla podcast, guys. Um, yeah, so Jared and I had been thinking about doing this for a little bit now. Uh, it was something that I've always really wanted to do. Uh, you know, my first career was going to be broadcasting, and that was what I decided I was going to do for a while. And then, you know, kind of gave up on that for a little bit and moved on with life. And, you know, we're here now. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been pushing me to do this. Uh, you know, Cody's sitting across from us right now. Cody was a lot of help in trying to get me to do this. Um, my sister really helped us out a lot. Hey, Sarah. She's watching on the live stream right now. Um, yeah, we've we kind of plotted this out. Uh, this is going to be our first one today. Um, first of many <laughs> first of many hopefully uh, we're gonna start today just kind of by talking about us and talk about our show and what it's gonna be like for a little bit um, so for starters um, my name is Jacob Rocco I'm a 22 uh, year old Ohio State student currently um, I am pursuing a career in middle childhood education um, but my first career was going to be radio broadcasting. Um, I love sports a lot. Yeah, same. <laughs> Jared and I talk about it a lot. Uh, and enough that we get into sometimes heated arguments. Um, and Indeed. so we decided that why not try to record it and see what we could do. Not that we're going to argue on the podcast or anything like that. Maybe. We will argue pretty Maybe. much every single time. We are already arguing before we started recording about yeah. Antonio Brown. But we'll get to that in the NFL section of our podcast here. Sentimental. Um, yeah. So today uh, we have a couple of uh, NFL games that are starting. Let's see. Who yeah. plays tonight? Uh, the Chargers, Chargers the Raiders. Raiders tonight. All right. How do you think that's going to end up going? I'm pretty sure I think the Chargers are going to win just because I love Phillip Rivers. So I always have trust in Phillip. Um, and I do not think the Raiders are a good football team. I never thought they were in the first place, even though they had Antonio Brown and all those people in the offseason. I never thought they were a good team. See, I thought that, but the only issue that I have is then I thought that the Bears were going to be a good NFL team, and well, then we saw what happened against the Raiders. I mean, that that was watching that game was one of the most frustrating games I have seen in a long time. That was very, very frustrating. You watching Jacoby on the screen? Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, highlights of NFL games running right now on the screen. And right now is the uh, Colts and Pittsburgh Steelers last week. So, Shout out, Jacoby. But, yeah, rest up, Jacoby. I, I think he's. He, they're talking about him possibly playing this week. They said it was only like a MCL, I think. It was just a sprain. Jacoby so, Brissett is the shit, I will say. He is the, he has, he is the next big deal. Yeah, he was... Anytime that you back up Tom Brady... You are sitting with good company right there, 100%. Um, Just being around him, I feel like. Yeah. Get I mean, that that was job. what, if you listen to, did you listen to what Antonio Brown said about Tom Brady when they asked him about him? They, he said he I has never actually. seen, he has never seen a person work harder in his life. They, and I think that's kind of the, the, the uh, standard that the Patriots bring. And that's kind of what, the reason why they've been good for so long is you have Tom Brady there basically pushing everyone to do the best that they possibly can. I think a big thing that New England does that a lot of teams 
like the Colts try to model their team after and how they run things is the Patriot way thing that you were kind of just addressing is that they put the team first. No one plays for themselves. They're out there just doing their job individually. And then once everyone on a football team does their job and, like, you know, their, their assignment, like, you know, what they have to do, like the play, stuff like that, when that all correlates together, it makes a team. And that's why they've been so good for year in, year out. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, just because we got out of off track here, we're going to go but go take a couple steps back a little bit. So uh, when it comes to our teams, the teams we cheer for, I'm a – Huge Ohio State fan. I grew up a Buckeye fan from Columbus. Oh, um, yeah, go Bucks, man. Number one in the country for the first time. College football playoff. That's going to be really exciting. Um, yeah, so I, I grew up a Buckeye fan. Uh, Buckeye basketball last night. Shout out to them. Nice Green, win. I saw score? that. I peeped that. What was the final score of that They won game by like night? six. I told you the game was over when it first started. I knew the game was over. Yeah, they won. Final score that was... Hmm. They were like 63 points, 64 points. Me, do you know the final 64-56. So, yeah, I mean, they, Buckeye basketball had a great game last night. Um, I cheer for the Bears. Uh, my family is from Chicago, so as a Bears fan, we've had quite the frustrating season so far. Um, not really much going there. Uh, basketball, I cheer for the GOAT, LeBron James. Shout out to LeBron. Now with the Lakers, but he bleeds Cleveland, Ohio. Taco Tuesday. Yeah, it's Taco Thursday. Indeed. <laughs> um, and then you talk about soccer. I am a Liverpool FC fan. Shout out to Liverpool. Shout out to Mo Salah. Shout out to Mane. Those are the boys right there. Cody's shaking his head at me. Tottenham can't beat us. <laughs> Cody knows Tottenham can't beat us, too. Yeah, they are a poverty franchise. All right, Jared, talk about your teams, bud. I'm pretty much an open book when it comes to sports and my teams. Um, if you follow me on any form of social media, I'll shout out those social medias later. Uh, I believe Boston sports. Um, it's funny, though, because I lived in uh, New Jersey most of my life, um, 20 minutes from South Philly, a place called Seclerville. I do consider it my home. There's a lot of Philadelphia fans there, so it's sort of a love-hate thing, and... What is that like? What's that like hearing that from? Oh, bro, I'm we'll, not we'll start this now. We'll start this right now. Jared and I, I, I do not like Philadelphia sports. I, I have personal heartbreak that Philadelphia sports has caused me, but also, you know. So shout out to I, I see that my boy Daniel's in the in the live chat Daniel. right now. Daniel is an Eagles fan. I love this guy. The Eagles <laughs> have caused me pain, and I do not think that. Philadelphia fans deserve happiness, to be honest with you. Well, they, they are just, sometimes they can be very arrogant. And I, and I think that that is, for me, that's very hard to watch that. They always, they always want to say that, oh, we are the best team. We are going to be so good. But then, you know, they, they never end up fulfilling that. I mean, just look at the Eagles this year. Eagles are what, five and four right now? Something like that. Yeah, they were supposed to be. Yeah, they were supposed to be leading that division easily. They won a Super Bowl what two years ago, yeah, and they're still and, and they they're still acting like this. Well, for me, kind of like I didn't really want to talk about like you know my personal life growing up just because I didn't want to get off topic. But growing up in Philadelphia sports, 
It's a lot of, you hear a lot of the, just the bullshit all the time. It's just, sorry for my language. You just hear it every time you go somewhere. You go into a store, you go to school, you go to your neighbor's house. Just, oh my gosh, just you hear it all the time. And it's like, when you don't live, when you're not, when you don't support that atmosphere, it's very difficult for you to just sit there and just let the people just say the dumbest things ever. It's like, don't mean to be mean to anyone here either. It's just like, I'm not in Massachusetts. So like, I'm not around all these fans. So I just hear all the other stuff. And you know, the, the Eagles talk. It's now I'm in Ohio. I hear the Browns talk, which I like the Browns. So I don't really want to knock the Browns ever. It's, I never liked the Eagles. I never liked the Flyers. I never liked the Phillies are all right because they're never good. And I'm sorry, but they're never good. And that's just, that's their problem with firing Charlie Manuel a long time ago. Not many people know who that is probably, but he's a really good manager. That's off topic. I don't like the Flyers just because my brother likes the Flyers and I hate the 76ers. I will never like the 76ers. I will never cheer for them. Al Horford betrayed us. He is Ray Allen to me. <laughs> we'll I get to that. We'll get to that when we we'll start Ray talking Allen. about, about but yeah, NBA so a little bit. Basically, growing up, it was hard. But like, remember, I had so like not to brag, I had so many championships growing up. No one really ever talked shit except for when, dude, we lost. When we lost to the Giants, it sucked because there was also Giants fans in the part years. of uh, New Jersey I was in. So both times lost to the Giants. I don't really remember second grade, but dude, fifth grade was tough. This kid came in wearing an Eli Manning jersey. I wanted to punch him in the face. He was going <laughs> like this, flexing off his North face. Like, mm, he was like this. I was like, bro, come on, dude. Like, really? Like, because I didn't, I wasn't allowed to wear my shit to school. Like, I already used all my fucking, um, we had these little cards in school. And it was like three days. They're called, all right, it's funny. They're called nut cards. It's no uniform today. Oh. And you could wear any casual thing. Remember, I went to Catholic school. Oh, so you, you, had wore, to wear, you had to wear a uniform. I wore uniforms all the time. I, so it went from September. We started school in September. And yeah. the East Coast, you start, you start school like later like that. And you get out later in June. So we started in September. From September to November, we had to wear these things called, they're kind of like flannels. They're just like nice uh, blue uh, casual tees. They say St. Mary's School on it. And then the, the winter, which sucked, we had to wear a vest with a tie and a fucking, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for my language, um, <laughs> a nice dress shirt, too, and pants. And I hated it. So I would use all my nut cards, like, in three days in a row, so I just didn't have to care. I'd wear PJs on one day. I'd wear, classic me, I'd wear a jersey, like, at least one of those days. <laughs> and the other day, I would just go, like, basketball, you know, just, like, shorts or whatever, just, like, flexing on people. I just love that. I love wearing that stuff. I don't know. Why is this game showing again? They I don't the, know why this game showing. They got the Patriots-Ravens highlights up again on the TV. And we'll get into that Jared later Jared does not want to see that. We'll talk about it yeah, when we talk about it. Later in the show, games. we'll get into it. So oh, we, keep, we keep referencing later in our shows. <laughs> so one of, our, uh, one of the things I wanted to go through today was kind of just set the groundwork of what our shows are always going to look like. Um, we're going to start pretty much every single, every single uh, Thursday podcast. Uh, should be up around 5 o'clock as long as we get editing and stuff done. Honor. Um, but yeah, we'll have those pretty much weekly for you guys. Uh, from there, uh, what's actually going to be in the shows during football season, we will have, uh, our NFL picks. So weekly we'll talk about the NFL teams, um, and kind of what's going on around the league right now. Um, we'll specifically break down the Browns, the Bears, the Pats, how those teams played this week. Cause we want to. Talk about our teams a little bit. Um, from there, we will move on Sarah. to talk about probably Ohio State for a little bit. Um, Ohio State, they are they're playing very well right now. Honestly, like, they are. 
for me, it's been it's an exciting time to live in Columbus. It's an exciting time to be an Ohio State fan. Past few years, not even um, just this year. Like I'll be honest, past few years has been hype. Ever since and, I came to Ohio. And if you look at our recruiting too, it's just it's not slowing down at all. Everything that we have is, is continuing. It's going to be great for the next couple of years. We have <laughs> ne- coming in the next. Uh, we have the, in the top twenty receivers in the country. We have three of them coming in already on our team. Including the number one, and I think the number eight coming in next year. Nice. And we have. I didn't know that. Yeah, they they have. We have a pipeline of great talent coming back into Columbus right now. And no matter who we lose this year, which is probably going to be Chase Young first overall, if, if I'm being honest. He's a beast. Hey, I'm telling you right now that if any NFL team passes on Chase Young with the first pick, it'll be one of the. Worst picks in NFL history. What grade is he? I want to see him. He's going to be in his third year. So he will be able to leave after now. I feel like he's going to go to the Dolphins, but I really want to see him on the Bengals, bro. I know they're going to go On the Bengals would be interesting. But I'd love to see Chase Young on that defense. Like, I know you can, like, so many quarterbacks are coming up in the league. I just feel like, you know what I mean? Like, the Bengals will find one eventually. If they can get Chase Young reform their defense, they can go back to being that, like, that dog. Like, you know, they, they're dogs, bro. They used to be dogs. I remember the Bengals growing up. I didn't mean to get off topic, but they yeah. used to be nice. Bro. So, now, just to just to finish up with the, the thought that I was having there. So, yeah, we're going to talk probably some basketball, probably some NFL football, little probably NHL. a little bit of college football. We'll talk about NHL. We'll touch on soccer if there's any important stuff coming up like that. Um, yeah, we're going to kind of touch on a lot of stuff on this show. Um, so... Weekly, that will be coming out. Um, I think we're going to start right now. We'll just go talk about uh, NFL this week. So we already kind of talked about, yeah, we already talked about the Chargers Raiders game. Um, Melvin Gordon coming back, I think, is going to be huge for the Chargers. They've been, they struggled a little bit without him. I think the first game back, I don't remember his exact stat line, but he had some low rushing yards like his first game back. And everyone was wondering if that was going to be how it was for Melvin Gordon now if that was just what Melvin Gordon is maybe he had one one or two good years um do you remember when he first started wasn't that him that had like that one season of like no touchdowns or like he had like a uh, 10 was do you remember that yeah let's see I mean let's look at his like a like a season where like 10 games in a row he had like 400 rushing yards like zero touchdowns and everyone thought he was a bust like, I remember, I feel like I remember that happening. Yeah, but the craziest thing, I mean, coming out of college, Melvin Gordon was Where'd he one go? of, he went to Wisconsin. He Ohio oh, State right. played against him. Uh, we had multiple games against him. He he was very yeah. good. I mean, he was very, very good. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just look at his, look at his stats. His first year, played in 14 oh, games, shit. no touchdowns. Okay, that was his first year that, yeah. that I'm thinking of. Okay. 641 yards on the ground. He was only averaging like three yards carry. His next year, ten touchdowns. Dog. And I mean, from there, he's kind of been inconsistent. He's, uh, inconsistent. He's, he's been very inconsistent. I mean, he has the nine thousand one. He had thousand one hundred and five yards, eight touchdowns, eight hundred and eighty-five yards, and ten touchdowns. So, if you're looking okay. at at, it's kind of gone like up. And then down, he kind of peaked in that twenty seventeen season, where he could have probably taken a step up. And I mean, at that time, I think that twenty seventeen season, many people would have considered him one of the best running backs in the league. Um, Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he he has him coming back 
I think will be really big for the Chargers. Uh, I mean, he had two touchdowns last week. I just don't think I mean they the Raiders lost Carl Joseph before the season started. Yeah. Um, Raiders have a tough offseason. They they had a tough offseason. <laughs> uh, I just don't know if they have enough defense there in order to win that game. They I don't the think Chargers they can play have been for and, and the Chargers have zero. They've been generating nothing recently. I mean that no. that last game against the, the the game that the Bears played them was a frustrating game for me. Because we should they have lose. won that game. Uh, oh, we lost that game <coughs> at the end. We missed a kick at to. to win. Um, but yeah, I mean that that game I think will be very interesting to see how that goes tonight. Yeah, We're definitely going to be watching it. Um, so the next game we'll we'll move to one o'clock games. Uh, Cardinals and Bucks. Um, I you know the Bucks are favored in this. I mean at least at the opening lines by negative four point five points. So I mean I think that that's that's a decent amount of points to have them winning by and I think Kyler Murray's playing really good. Kyler, Kyler, Murray. Kyler Murray hasn't thrown a pick since week four of the NFL season. Kyler Murray's good. He's been playing very, very good. Um I think it is possible that the Bucks get a little bit of offense, but more than likely, I mean, they're allowing thirty one point five points a game right now. Their defense is atrocious. Yeah, they like. they have they have no way of stopping them. I, just, I don't right think it's, they can't it's very them. possible. They can't yeah, I mean, we're they watch, that's actually tackle. funny. Chris we're watching Carson, the highlights of the Buccaneers me? right now. Chris Please Carson cover. and the Seahawks are running. Oh, 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 he fumbled. That's hilarious. As soon as we started saying something, he actually they made a good defense play. Um, okay, so, yeah. I, I think, think the Cardinals Yeah, we're both well, on the Cardinals on this. I'm rolling with Kyler. I like Kyler. Yeah, I, th- I like their offense. Larry. Yeah, Larry and Kyler right there. And shout out Chan Jones. He's on that defense. He's running that defense. Absolutely. Love Chan Jones. Former shout Patriot. out John Jones. Yeah, shout out John Jones. And Art, too, the brothers. <laughs> they have three brothers in the professional sports. That's insane. Two NFL players and a UFC athlete. That's that's insane. Yep, almost. Um, Lions and Bears is our next game. Uh, the Bears are favored by 2.5 points. We're at home. Um, you know, I, I personally think you can call this overconfidence. You can call this arrogance. Whatever you want to say it is. But I really do think this is going to be the game that we might see some offense finally for the Bears. I think really the Bears' recipe for winning games lies in giving David Montgomery the ball. If Montgomery carries the football at least, let's see, at least 11 times in a game, the Bears have won Let's see. Three games, all because of that. Just because of him being able to run the ball. Matt Nagy never runs the ball anymore. And I don't know why. And I truly think that when you have the offense that we have, you have Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. When it comes down to it, the best thing that you can do is give the ball to your running back. Let him run the ball. Let Let's... You know, Chicago Bears traditionally have always been a running team. Let's always. get back to running the football. You know, Mitch Mitch does not need to be Superman out there. We can, You can have Mitch Trubisky go out there, throw a couple of accurate passes a game. And, I mean, anywhere from, f- like, 12 completed passes up, I'm happy with Mitch Trubisky. If he can get anywhere from 150 to 200 yards and two touchdowns, that's all we need. 
it's very frustrating as a fan to watch that happen because he just he just refuses to run the ball. Um, yeah, I just I think that this might be the game that they decide to do it, and I don't know if the Bears are going to be able to stop us. Uh, it's going to I said the Bears. I don't think the Lions are going to be able to stop us. Um, it, it's going to be a tough game for them. Truly, I, I it's this is a team that we have not played very well against recently. But you know, I uh, hope that this I hope that this is the game. What I want to see more from the Bears and from what I saw last year when he played on the Patriots, I want to see Cordell Patterson get run the ball more, not just get thrown the ball more. I want to see him run the ball more because I'm looking at his stats in 15 games. He almost played. He did. He's a he's a consistent guy. Like he plays every game. He had 228 rushing yards. He averaged five yards a carry. He's averaging six yards a carry this year, 6.5. That's good. Um, yards a game, he averaged 15. That doesn't really matter. But he had he had a touchdown. But like that's not really a you know like pop up stat line. But he was big on third down, like long third down rushes. Yeah. I remember like it'd be like third and nine. You think the Braves gonna throw the ball, and then he hands it off to Cordell, and he runs literally just to sh- you know you know how he does the jet sweep yeah, or something. Sweep to the I inside. wish the Bears could use him more, and I want to see them use. I like Anthony Miller. I've always liked him. Oh yeah, Anthony Miller. When he got drafted, I loved that pick. I watched him in college. He is a very, very good pick. He, I just feel like they haven't really given him enough plays. I feel like he gets passed up a lot, and it just kind of, kind of comes down to the fact that Mitch isn't hitting any passes. So I, I think a lot of the times that he he might be open, Mitch either isn't finding the progression and not, not being able to find him on the play, or he's not making the pass to him in time. They need to go in that, that pistol offense more. They need to start giving the ball. I love Terry Cohn. He's a great, you know, running back slash receiver. I think he's one of the best. Um, I think they need to start playing the pistol more. They need to let Mitch just, like, get control of the game before he wants to go out there and start throwing like crazy. I think he needs to start, yes, give the ball to Montgomery, give the ball to, give the ball to Cohen. Who's the other running back that you guys have? Don't you have another third one? Yeah. Um, is he good? Is, yeah, it's the guy that was on Seattle last year, Davis. Uh, Tom, uh, Thomas Davis? No. Thomas Rawls? Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget his name. I don't know his name, but really, just what the Bears got to do is what they did last year. Their defense is fine. It's not defense isn't the problem. Defensive fine is for them. They really got to just run the ball and then pass when reasonable. Like Allen Robinson's a great receiver, but he's injury prone. So they, I don't really, I like their tight end actually. They have uh, that Philadelphia tight end. What's his name again? Trey Burton. Trey Burton, very good. Mm-hmm. Got a touchdown on the Super Bowl. Screw yeah, Mike, Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Right? Mike Davis. Yeah, okay, he he's a good third Seattle down back. Year. He's heavy. He's big running back. He is. Yeah, I mean, we we just need to run the ball. I don't like the Lions. I don't like Danny Mandola anymore because he betrayed us. <laughs> I'm not. I I like Matthew Stafford, but I I really don't think. I think the Lions ended Calvin Johnson's career way too early, so I will never forgive the Lions for that. All right, so uh, the next game we're moving on. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Uh, Baltimore's mm-hmm. favored by ten points, at least at the, at, at the first line. Um, yeah, I I don't think this is going to be close. I think ten points is actually funny even to start it at. Uh, I would more than likely guess that it this game will end up with Lamar Jackson not even playing the full game. Dude, maybe though. I mean, this could be one of those trap games. Like the Bengals are. Do the Bengals have a bad defense? Like I don't really watch that much, but do they have a bad like that they bad have, defense? Bengals have a bad everything, dude. They do. They, yeah. They, right. they they have not been very. I mean, they're zero and eight. I was gonna say it just could be you one of those games, games where maybe because. They're only favored by 10 points. I know the game's in Cincy, but you never know. I mean, you never know what Ravens team you're going to get. That's that's another thing that we'll touch on later. I just – I don't understand. Like, there's, like, teams in the NFL this year that are very inconsistent. 
They'll play good. It's like the Chiefs were last year. Play really good. Have a bad game. Yeah, I, mean, really I think right, right here, this shows you just Ooh. offensively. They've lost every single game this season. Obviously, they're 0 8. They have not had Joe <laughs> Mixon. The, the the most that Joe Mixon has run on the ground this season is 93 rushing yards. They have not had over 100 this season rushing the ball. What? Yeah, they they've yet to have an. You hear that, Connor? Um, no 100 yard rushing games with Joe Mixon this year. It is. Yeah, I I that actually surprising to me. I I don't think it's going to be close. I think Baltimore rolls in that game. Um, Baltimore rolls over Cincinnati. Yeah, I it's, agree. It, they're just playing too well. Um, so Buffalo at Donnie, Buffalo at Cleveland. All right, so Donnie. Um, that's actually really funny. The Browns highlights just came up on the TV. The too. Bills are a very overrated football team. I personally think the Cleveland Browns will find their form and run over the Bills this weekend. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, I think Kareem Hunt coming in, I think, is a lot bigger than a lot of people are noticing. Um, I think it adds another asset for the Cleveland Browns that they need right they now. Need uh, and then here's this fake... Ugh, I hate this the play. Thing. Did you see this fake play where they pretty much fake ran the... Uh, uh, fake ran the fair catch and he ran the punt anyways? And Dude, the, this... What I'm uh, dying Broncos to see Browns game. from the Browns this season is they've done it in games because they did it against us. I, I just want Nick Chubb consistently every game to get the ball for like 10, 15 touches because he is so good. Like, he is insanely underrated, and no one's, not a lot of people see it in him when he was drafted, but he's a Georgia running back, like, right? Yeah. He came from Georgia. Those running backs are coached well, and they know what they're doing when they get to the league. Like, their forces. Todd Gurley was a force his first year. Shout out to Sonny. Sonny Michelle, yes, not being biased. He was good his first year when he started playing. Shout out for that game when he touched on the Super Bowl. I want to see Nick Chubb get the ball more. I understand they have Odell and Landry. That's going to take time. I tell this to my roommates all the time, specifically Cody. I said, don't give up on Baker. They're going to find their form. Odell and OBJ, they already have the chemistry from college. They'll get it with Baker. It takes time, maybe a year. I like that Callaway, number 16. 11. I think he's, he's 11. Uh, number 11. Who's number 16 on the – was that Giuseppe? Was he number 16? I think he was. What um, number is – I like that guy. Uh, Ratley's 18. Okay. Higgins okay. Oh, the tight end. Yeah, is he hurt right now, David Njoku? Yeah, Njoku's hurt he's right now. He's so good. Yeah, I mean, he's they, they are, they're missing some pieces right now. They're – there's pieces not playing to the level that they should. I mean, it, simply, there's a lot of passes last week. I saw Odell Beckham make, or I saw Odell Beckham get targeted at, which went right through his hands. He had a, he makes some amazing catches. There's a lot of times where he just makes some bonehead mistakes, and I don't understand it. With, with, he tries a, to do too with much a receiver at his level, he should never be making the, those type of mistakes. Um, but I do think that this is the week for the Browns. Uh, I, the Bills have a good defense. They really yeah, do. The They've Bills been are playing very, very good. They're not a bad team. They have a good record. I, I admit, just Josh Allen's. Good I have no. I have no faith in Josh Allen though. Really? I, I, he's he's a he's doing good right now. And the thing is, I think that Buffalo's helping him a lot. They're running a lot of quick plays. He's not. They scared. have two very good running backs there right now. Frank Gore. Shout yeah. out Frank Gore. And they have a uh, Singletary too, Devin Singletary. I didn't even know who that was. Singletary was very he, dude. He's a very underrated player. Um, yeah, I think that now, the Bills have a very good offense right now, and that's helping them play very at a, at their a very high level. Their defense is always underrated too. I will. And admit. their defense always does have some playmakers. I just think that a team as desperate as the Browns are going to be this week, I really think that Freddie needs a win. If it, if Freddie Kitchens does not get a win, 
he might not be the coach of the Cleveland Browns come Monday morning. Um, that wouldn't be the worst thing to happen to him. Yeah, and and maybe it's for the best because I think that the Browns passed on a lot of very good coaches in order to take Freddie Kitchens, and I don't know if that was the best option for them. Um, yeah, so I think we're we're both agreement on here about the Browns. Yeah, Browns will um, So next game is uh, Chiefs and Titans. Yeah. Um. Screw the Titans. Pat might be coming back this week, which I think is absolutely remarkable. I mean, you you saw the injury he went down with. It, yeah. It looked very bad, but everything that I've read so far has been saying that Patrick Mahomes is more than likely going to play this week. Um, Patrick Mahomes makes this team very dangerous. I don't. I think their defense scares me though. And that's the only thing that's keeping them. Scares you in a way of they're not good. They are or not scares good. You? Okay, they good. are not good. I thought you were going to say scares you like. They have good. some good players. They do. I mean, they they definitely have. Yeah, Darren Lee, shout out to Darren Lee. Um, yeah, they they have some ballers on that defense. They have not. I mean, they got rid of D Ford. I I don't know if that D Ford trade was worth it. They were D definitely Ford a little mad about the offsides call, the neutral zone infraction. They were a little <laughs> mad about that. I will admit. Um, it screwed them over. I just think that when it comes down to it, that that defense might be a liability for them in the end. It's not going to be this game. Um, yeah, the, the Titans, I mean, they're starting Tannehill right now at quarterback. Yeah. Derrick Henry's not carrying that team, but uh, the Chiefs, I saw Matt Moore but the last two weeks. He's been playing like pretty good. He has. And, and Tyreek coming back, I mean, he had a, a ridiculous catch. I'm pretty sure it was last yeah. week where he was – Falling into the end zone, diving, trying to make that catch. Um, and then any team that has Travis Kelsey at tight end is going to be half decent. Yeah. He's no Gronk, but he is a uh, he's a one great player. Yeah. And um, I don't like to give Chiefs too much credit, but they're a good football team. No matter how you write it, they're a good football team. Yeah, so I, I think yeah, I, I definitely am taking the Chiefs this week over the Titans. Uh, I agree. Um, watch out for Sammy Watkins, too. Sammy Watkins, Sammy is, Watkins is starting to find season. himself again, and he is not a bad receiver at yeah, all. He's, Never he is a Clemson hell of a alum, receiver right? right now. Clemson? Clemson, yes, yep. sir. This this next pick, I th- did you pick them, too? Yeah, okay, the Giants good. over the Jets. This, yeah, the so, Giants, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the Giants are favored in this game. Um, I cannot believe that the Dolphins won a football game last week. Um, and that, I think, is just kind of shows how bad the New York Jets are. Uh, that first... The first game that the Browns played against the Jets this season, I I was amazed that they had they were able to feel the football team. To be honest with you, um, it did not look very good. And last week kind of proved more what I think. Uh, Saquon's Saquon. That man's gonna ball out no matter what. The Jets suck. Yeah, I mean, the fact that the Jets lost I'm not to the Dol- I mean, they they the Dolphins have garbage men playing at half of their positions, dude. Like I. The Jets beat the Cowboys. I'll admit that I, was a cool win. That was one of the Fluke. strangest flukes of this season. It was weird. It was a weird win. It was just one of those things. Dak couldn't get himself going. I'll dress Dak later. My love for him, but I kind of sound like Skip right now. Um, <laughs> the Jets are an awful football team. It they make me laugh every time they hit the field. I feel bad for Le'Veon because he took less money to play with them, which God knows why. I don't understand. Uh, the Jets will probably not be good for the rest of our lives and our kids' lives just because. They never have been, and that's just the sad truth. So I'm sorry, New York Jets and Ethan Swinsicki, but they are not good anymore. <laughs> never will be. All right, so, uh, yeah, I think we're both on Giants for that game. I like uh, the Giants. Daniel Jones, Danny J, Danny Daniel J, Jones, yeah. Danny Blowjob. And I was telling you about this. 
think about how amazing that team could have possibly been if they would have picked Dwayne Haskins instead of Danny Jones. And kept Odell. If they would have done that, kept Odell Jones and just tried to make it. I said Odell Odell Jones. Odell Beckham, wow, okay. If they would have gotten rid of Daniel Jones and kept Odell Beckham. There you go. Drafted Dwayne. That team could be very, very dangerous right now. Um, But they ain't. But they're not. But they're not. They, uh. The Giants they will, are my they will win this week, but not all season. The Giants own um, All right, so Falcons and Saints next game. It's Falcons at Saints. LOL. Um, the Falcons are terrible, too. They they, they got... What was it, the score? Drew team? Brees is back for the Saints is one thing. Yeah. It was 28-3 to three it was, in the Super it? Bowl. It and was. That has indeed cursed the Falcons ever since. And it, I, they have not been the same since that game, to be honest with you. And I... I don't like to say that that's because of that game, but it's, it's very much, it's very strange how since that game they have not played very well. Free Julio. Free Julio Jones. He needs to get out of there soon. His contract's big, but he needs to get out because you can't waste talent like that. Yeah, my, my notes here I have, I expect much of the <laughs> same from Drew Brees torching them against the Matty Iceless 28-3 to Falcons. Matty Ice did go to BC, shout out. Yeah. But I don't but like it Rest anymore. up, Matty, you know. Matt, take that, take the rest of the season off. That's what he should do. He Let should. Matt Shaw play. Take the rest of the season off. Get healthy. Get that back with Julio. I think they have Calvin Ridley too. He's a good receiver. They'll be good in a few years. I don't know. They got bigger right. stuff. So uh, we're gonna move on but to we're our gonna 4 pick the PM games. Michael Thomas is a beast. Oh yeah, you have right. You picked the Saints. Oh yeah, we're both okay, taking the Saints. Dude, I, I laughed at the fact that the Falcons. I did. Even, I feel yeah. bad they have to even show up. On yeah, Sunday. they do have to show up on Sunday. Um. All right. So four o'clock games. Uh, the first one: Dolphins at Colts. Colts are favored by ten points. Um, wow, what? We already touched on the on the Dolphins. Um, yeah, <coughs> the Dolphins will be lucky if they win one more all season. Honestly, that would that is the best case scenario for them. Um, worst case scenario is they lose the rest of this, including next week. The Colts are going to win big. Um, hopefully, Jacoby is okay. The Colts I, scare me, and just me. Because they know what they're doing now, kind of. Jacoby is, he's not a game changer, but he just like Jimmy, just like Tommy, knows how to manage the game. And if he's not in, who else is in? Brian Hoyer, another New England quarterback, knows how to manage the game. I think the Colts won last week, right? Yeah, they did. Brian they, Hoyer, I think, they threw lost? three touchdowns, something like that. He threw three touchdowns and they still lost? Yeah, and 286 sure they yards? Three okay. touchdowns in that game. Okay. Against, Pittsburgh, right? against yeah. the Steelers. Ali. They missed a field game-winning field goal. Wow. Well, Adam Vinatieri? The Steelers made a game-winning field goal. Yeah, oh, okay. the Steelers ended up winning. Um, but yeah, T.Y. Hilton, he's Hilton. playing very good this year. Yeah, Brian Hoyer, three touchdowns, wow. 168 yards. Wow. And the, they just kind of they gave him short, quick plays, get the ball out of his hands, move on, which I think is that's exactly what you have to do with a quarterback that you're not really confident with. And that's what the Bears haven't been doing. And that's why Mitch Trubisky throws tons of interceptions. Jake, this is crazy, but I think losing Andrew Luck was one of the best things to happen to the Colts because it let them take another road. And that road was Jacoby and better play calls, not just surrounded by Andrew Luck running and almost getting killed every time he ran the ball. It'll be interesting to see where the Colts are in like two or three years. They have a good young core. They just need, they need to surround them with enough players to, to make this happen. I think they they have the ability to do it. They could get back to that team they used to be when Peyton was there. I liked Peyton. I'm I'm going Colts this week. I think you are. I'll too, go Colts. Too. Um, this is one of the few that uh, I think we're probably going to be split on. What uh, is this one? Carolina at Green Bay. I seen that. 
I uh, I think Seemed. that Carolina's going to win this one. Um, I really like the way that the Panthers have been playing. Christian McCaffrey, at this point, I mean, they're, they're not going to give the MVP to, to someone that's not a, a quarterback, I don't think. Um, not Mr. Christian McCaffrey should be Offensive Player of the Year then. He is, I mean, right now, he has 13 touchdowns in 1,464 yards, rushing, receiving, and returning yards. I mean, he's everything for that offense. He is doing, he's carrying them. Is Greg the Olson still way. there? Greg Olson is still there. Good. Um, oh, oh. I think Carolina has a very solid chance of winning this. I mean, they, they do. Um, with that being said, I don't like the Packers at all. I know. I, I, I don't think that they're very good. Um, I don't want to. Their defense had a very good first game. Since then, I really have not been impressed with how they played. Yeah, that defense isn't that great, but I, I don't want to get you feel some type of way from me saying this. I think that the Packers, although their defense is bad, their offense like is so nice with Aaron Jones as that running. Like he's a running yeah. back, but he's also like a receiver. Yeah, he. Had... I wish they kept Ty Montgomery and what's his name, Devontae Adams, and they yeah. have good other receivers. Like they have some pretty good no-name receivers that. Honestly, helped them win yeah, games. Valdez scouting dude is really good. Um, is he a rookie? Uh, yeah, I think second so. Yeah, I think he's either first or second year. But he's Aaron, a very Aaron, young player. The thing about Aaron is Aaron Rodgers. I don't consider him goat status. I consider him top five. But I just I don't think I've seen like crazy things from Aaron Rodgers lately. Like I mean this year, yeah. But like the past few years. He's been very inconsistent to me, so I'm not going to throw him up there in that category. But he's a very good quarterback, but you don't know sometimes which Aaron Rodgers you're going to get. That You get the dumb mistake, Aaron Rodgers, that throws picks at times that it's funny and he tries to run and hurts himself and then gets out of the game. Or you can get the Aaron Rodgers that stays in the game, takes hits, and throws 500 yards and five touchdowns. That is also hilarious to watch. Too. Either one of those can show up. Aaron's and, a baller. I, and one of them is going to show up on Sunday. I, I just I feel like... Carolina might have them in that game. Uh, you're, going, you're going Green Bay, though, right? Yep. All right. I don't like the Panthers. We'll, we'll definitely be watching that one on I Sunday. do like the Panthers. I like Cam, but not since they did Cam 30. Yeah. Cam to Chicago, please. Let's get Mitch out of there. I'm I'm so down for this. Um, all right. So we got Rams at Steelers. Sorry, sorry. Is our next game. Sorry. Um, I think we're both going Rams on this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. We dude. are. I I just don't have any faith in Mason Rudolph's ability to, to lead them. Who? <laughs> yeah, Their quarterback. You know, the, with Mason Rudolph right now, he uh, you saw that hit that he took a couple yeah, games ago, right? That he concussion. I thought he died. I don't know how he's still playing. Yeah, he. In the, you have that great meme picture of him without the face mask, looking like he's completely lost. Um, he's a bum. No, I he's he puts himself in situations that I. They're asking to have a third string quarterback in the way that he's doing it. He, he doesn't, they don't protect him very well. And that's, I think, the Steelers' biggest issue right now. They have that one left tackle, um, Villanueva. Villanueva. Great respect Andre. for that dude. He was a veteran, I'm pretty sure, too. Yeah, he was. Shout a out. Great, great guy. Um, overall, though, as as an offensive line, I've have, I have not seen a lot from the Steelers' ability to protect their quarterback. They don't oh, have a lot see, of they time. Can't. Ben's Ben's done for the season, and they you can't. have you have Aaron Donald on the other side of the offense, uh, on the other side of the defensive line, and dude. now Jalen Ramsey on and the other Jaylen side Ramsey. too. Yeah, you have and, to you have to deal with that now. And good luck, I mean Juju. Good luck this week, dude. It's and I think Cup. they're going to be. They're just too. There's too much star power on offense for the yes. Rams. Cooper there's Cup has been playing too insane. Much, 
there's too much defensive prowess on that team. They 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 are a hard nosed football they team. Those dudes games like those should, dudes like, pin their ears back and go after the football all the time. They're trying to get the sack every single game. They're um, dogs. They're hungry. Hundred percent. Um, and then we have our uh, Sunday night game. Who's that? Vikings at Cowboys. Uh, 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 Dak baby. Um, yeah, I I like the Vikings in this game. The oh, Cowboys no. are actually favored. Um, I think you know the Vikings have finally decided to pass the football. That that has been the thing that finally. has been killing them all all year. And Stephon Diggs wanted to get traded because they weren't doing it. Adam Thielen complained publicly. I mean, He's all a baby. of them. All of them have been complaining that they need to throw the football more, and then they do it, and suddenly they start winning games. Um, last week was a great – they lost last week against the Chiefs. They played Missed potential game so well. Uh, they, that was a a good game for the, for the Vikings. They should not have won that game more than likely. Um, and that is what ended up happening. Uh, yeah, but I, I think that – Overall, uh, Kirk Cousins has been really responsible with the ball. I mean, he has 70% completion percentage this year. I'll give it to you. Um, three picks on only 200. Uh, really? Um, yeah. He's had three picks all year on 253 pass attempts. He's not even playing bad then. This he's year. playing very good, dude. Why no one talking a good about game. that? Yeah, he's been slept on this year for sure. I So I, I picked the uh, – are you so – Yeah, I mean, the, the last part that I'm going to say before I, I throw it over to you, I would just say that – Dalvin Cook might be the, yeah. the difference maker in this game. He's the best running um, back. He has the most yards this year, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, he has 4.2 yards of carry right now. Uh, he's a beast. Uh, he, has, he has five yards of carry. The, the Dallas defense has been pretty consistent. I mean, they, they've only let up, I think, two 100-yard rushers this season um, yeah. in eight games. They have a lot that could happen. Um, it just kind of... Now, I think this game will come down to if they get the ball to their playmakers and if Dalvin Cook gets over 100 yards, this game's over. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm going to go Vikings this week. It'll uh, be close. I'd say within within seven points, one touchdown. The thing that I put into consideration every time I pick the Cowboys to win a game, which is every time, because, one, I like the Cowboys. Shout out my boy, Polly. Uh, I love the Cowboys. I love what they're doing out there. And they're just such a young team. I just see so much potential, maybe not right now, but in the future, where they have one of the best running backs in the league, Zeke. Um, I know you love Zeke. I know you're crazy on Zeke. Uh, Dak, he is not the best quarterback out there, but he's going to win you games when you need him to, and he's just shown that. He's not shown every time, like, oh, he's going to lead the team down the field, win this game, and he drives. He's just going to find a way to win the game. They have Amari Cooper. Uh, Gallup's a great receiver, and Gallup Randall Cobb's not bad either. And shout out Jason Witten for some reason coming back this year. When I don't know why he left, but he came back. Uh, he's a very, very smart player. Uh, he really doesn't miss games. And that Cowboys defense is starting to find themselves week in, week out. You can see they start to fall out of place, but they start to fall back in. That's why I have so much faith in the Cowboys. I think they're the best team in the NFC East. I don't know why anyone thinks differently. Uh, the Eagles are not the best team in the NFC East, by the way. I hate the Eagles. I will always hate the Eagles. Um, so the Cowboys will find a way to win this game on Sunday, Sunday night, stack night. Uh, everyone get ready. I'll be home like 930 for that game. Yeah. Should and be. I'm I, excited. The one thing I will add on to that, I do think that Dak Prescott, the, the progression that Dak Prescott has had as a player from college to pros is absolutely amazing. Um, you know, watching him when he, when he used to play, 
He was just an option quarterback. They they had him run up the middle. He threw it very seldomly. I I don't I did not see a lot of him of him throwing the football. I mean, he ran most of the time. Um, from what I remember at at Mississippi State, I didn't um, really watch him. Yeah, he he has really turned into a leader for this team, and it's kind of what the what the Cowboys have needed. Um, so yeah, I I. I disagree that they're going to win this game. I do, I do think the Vikings do pull it out, but it will definitely be close. Um, so the last game of the week, uh, we got Seattle at 49ers. Um, here's my thing. I think that if Josh Gordon plays um, – shout out to Josh Gordon. I, I love you, Josh. I know you I miss love Josh. You Josh. Um, if Josh Gordon plays, this Seattle offense is very dangerous. I mean, they have so many weapons. I could see I could see a very close game. Yeah, you know, the, the 49ers have been playing lights out. Um Nick Jimmy Bosa, G, baby. Nick Bosa has looked like every bit of the pick that they wanted him to be. He um, has no flaws right now. Uh he he could be he very well could be the defensive player of the year right now. Um he with is. the way he's playing. Um I I just think that with Seattle, Seattle has the ability to stop that offense. Um, I can see it. It's it's hard. It is very hard to stop that. They have, I mean, that Breda kid is ridiculous. Um, they have, Breda, uh, Matt Breda. Yeah, their their receivers. They have talent at every single. They have speed at every single position at receiver, left and right side. Um, and then you have a tight end in the middle. You have George Kittle. Um, I like George Kittle a lot. He's a playmaker, a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I I think Seattle has it this week. I think this is definitely Seattle's week. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have them given the 49ers their first loss. Um, so I went ahead. This is three in a row now. We disagree on. I went ahead and picked the 49ers. Um, what I've seen from the 49ers in the past nine weeks. Uh, football is that they're the most all-around team right now right now and I say that I'm not knocking my team I do think the Patriots are a great all-around team but I think in football right now the 49ers you got to give it to them record-wise and everything they're the best all-around team and they added Emmanuel Sanders who isn't a great ad but their defense they have my guy Richard Sherman balling out they have do they still have DeForest Buckner by the way yes they do okay and he's healthy this and year right Eric Armstead too they Eric Armstead they have um another good safety I don't remember his name but I I watched Jimmy them Ward. okay yeah, yeah, yeah there he is and of course up front Nick Bosa is he's he's literally could be a one-man defense like that guy literally is scary isn't that where D Ford is too they have, they have D Ford they do have Nick D Ford Bosa. they do have D Ford their, their defense is very good and, yeah um, and like what I said about Brissett, Garoppolo, um, he knows how to manage the game. Like you can see it when you watch him. He takes long drives. It's like he did his first drive. I watched him his first game ever. He takes long drives. He moves the ball. He does what he has to do. Doesn't do stupid like stuff. He waits. Sometimes he'll throw a pick. But that's why I like Garoppolo. And he throws to Kittle. Kittle catches the ball every time. I don't see that guy drop the ball really. And if I do, I guess I'm not paying attention because every time I see that man touch the ball, he at least runs for like five more or ten more yards, like right after he catches it. That's why, honestly, I like the I like the Seahawks too. Um, I think they can stop them. It's just a matter of 
Really? Where's the game at, by the way? Is it in San Francisco? It's Yeah, it's in San Francisco. And if Josh Gordon plays, Josh Gordon, like I saw when he started... Remember when how hype I was when he first started for the Patriots? Oh, yeah, he had that like t- it, didn't he have the touchdown the first game? Wasn't the second, first? It was his second game because the first game was against... It was his first game in, in Foxborough, yeah. though, right? Yeah, his yeah. first game was against Miami. He did pretty good, and I was hyped. Um, but Josh, I think they'll take a, take a little bit of time to get him in the offense. He's good friends with Russ Wilson, from what I hear. That's good. I need Josh to go to a team where he feels at home. Um, I'm a big Josh Gordon fan, by the way. Um, I, I think it's Josh also going to be interesting uh, to see how Josh Gordon behaves himself in, in Seattle. In Seattle, man. Yeah. That it, yeah. They have legal marijuana out there, and Josh Gordon has had his history with that, and I think that... I, I think that he is a better man now than he was. Yeah. I, I think that he has more self-control. When you, when you have, are in that position with that job, and they're either giving you the option of stopping smoking weed or stop your NFL career, it is very obvious what what you pick to do. And I think Josh Gordon's priorities were, mex- were, were messed up a lot when he was younger. Yeah. And I think he's matured a lot as a player. And we're going to see that maybe in Seattle. I, th- yeah. I think we're going to see a lot more about that. And, and I think a lot of his maturity was with the Patriots. Agreed. Um, I see from what I saw with him, when he came from the Browns, he was already kind of... That, that season he had, like, when he got traded from the Browns, he was already kind of, like, posting about, like, how he recovered from stuff. But you could kind of tell that he wasn't really fully there. And that's what they said his first year in New England. Like, he picked up on everything great. Like, they found him. You know, they gave him a good facility to be at and stuff. But he still wasn't himself, and it took him really this whole offseason to kind of find himself. And he actually, like, first five, six games of the season, like, he was doing well. Like, I, he, and just, like, off the field, too. Like, he posts stuff. It, you, you, like, you could kind of see that he was, like, happy with who he was, and he, he accepted, like, you know, his past mistakes and stuff. Yeah. And that's all you really want to see in your favorite athletes. You want them to, if they do something bad, you know, know when they're wrong and ne- never do it again, because obviously I don't want him to get suspended. Even when he's not on the Patriots, I want him to do good on the Seahawks. I want him to get the playoffs this year, and I want him to fight for a ring. Because Josh Gordon is a team player. He always will be. Um, he's my guy. And when he was on the Browns, like, I just remember every time he was in that game, he changed the game. Literally, every time he's in the game. When he's in the game, you know he's in the game. And if he is a force on Monday night, if they could somehow find a way to get him in that offense quickly, him with Tyler, Lock- uh, Tyler Lockett and uh, they D- don't have Doug Baldwin DK anymore. Metcalf, dude. DK Metcalf. Uh, the, those three receivers are scary. He's scary. Bro, he's good. They have big athlete. I mean, they, they, can, they can be a force very soon. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I'm going Seattle. I think you, you – are you going – I'm going, going 49ers just because I'm going to ride with them until they prove me otherwise. Okay. Um, all right, so we're going to transition now. Uh, that Those are our NFL picks for the week. Uh so, hope yeah. you liked them. We're if gonna you move on. Doesn't matter <laughs> if you disagree with us. Uh, <laughs> you can tweet at us. It's tweet at Jacob. Yeah, yeah. You guys can tweet at our Twitter account. Um, but yeah, we have a. We're gonna move on to Ohio State football now. Uh, just talk about it for a little bit here. Uh, Cody and I ended up watching the rankings when they came out on Tuesday, and the amount of validation that I had for all the crap that I've been talking about how good Ohio State is um, it really has made me this number one rating has really changed my view on things. Because um, they're respecting them now. Yeah, I mean, they, people people are starting to recognize the things that we have been saying for a long time. Um, a long time I've been arguing that I think the Big Ten is the toughest conference in football right now. Uh, you have so many teams 
that are competing in this conference right now that I think it's hard to continue this whole idea that the SEC is better. Um, the SEC is better mostly from the fact that I think ESPN tends to rate the SEC teams higher. So when the ratings come out and it says, oh, Alabama has played four top 25 teams and there's a, f- a three there's a, a three loss SEC team in the top 25 because they played a couple other SEC teams. I think it's kind of ridiculous for you to use that as a, as a validation because they're, they're rating them there on purpose. Um, so yeah, the, this number one rating was finally a little bit of validation that we're, you know, we're legit. We're a good team. Um, and Chase Young is ridiculous. I mean, he, I saw that in him last year. I remember we watched him last year, and we both agreed that he was going to be a force. But I honestly never thought he was going to get to that jump that he is now, like where he is now. I mean, you look insane. at where he was as a recruit. He he's went to DeMatha so Catholic good. High School. Shout out to Justin Grunes. Uh, it's my sister. Shout boyfriend. out Sarah and Justin. Yeah, Sarah and Justin. Uh, you know, Justin went to high school in an area around where DeMatha is, and he he played him. What? He, yeah, he, he he played him. I, I don't think he actually played him, but Shit his myself. team played them. Um, and he said that. The kid was legit, and I I watched him coming out of high school. I thought that he was going to end up being a very good player, and he really has met every single expectation I ever had of him. I mean, you look through the first twenty two career games, he had fourteen sacks. What? In in twenty two career games, fourteen sacks. The last eight, he has thirteen point five sacks. He's almost Jesus matched. Christ. He's almost matched his career high. In eight games. Um, That's not talked about enough, I feel like. Uh, I don't know that. I didn't know here's that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of people, uh, we're starting to finally see him pop up on these Heisman voter things, and I think it's very validating. I mean, when you look at the Heisman Trophy, every single year it's supposed to go to the most outstanding player in college football. Is it? That is what that is what so the it's trophy not like most is given valuable, to. It's most outstanding. It's most outstanding oh, player. Oh shoot! So for that, I don't even think it's a question that it's Chase Young. I mean, it's really not. I mean, he he changes the game every time that he plays. It, and he never gets, he never gets the recognition. I think during the broadcast until he does make that one play, but. If you look what he's doing, he's getting triple teamed every game. I think what he does, and I don't, I think it goes under the radar. He just he's a team player, and I think that he doesn't make it like when he's out there and he's making those plays. I don't really see him celebrate or do any of that stuff or talk. I really I've never seen him talk. By the way, I don't see him do all that stuff that like those guys do. I'm not saying that's what Joe Burrow does or all the recent. Other, I don't know who else is up for the voting, but all the recent Heisman guys. But a lot of them, they showboat, and, you know, they make it known that they're the best uh, at their position. But he just kind of goes out there, does his thing. He makes sure the team gets credit for it. And, and when you're on defense, I think you're a lot more humbled at your position because you know that you're you're part of your position. Like, you, you're you the reason that your team wins games because you got to stop the other team. And I think that he knows that. He's definitely the captain of that defense, isn't he? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And he, he's just... He's a guy that you want to go out there and you're playing around him. You probably want to do better when you're playing around him just because he makes you better. And I think that that is why he doesn't get enough credit um, for what he does is because not everyone sees that it's just him out there. I think that he makes it 
very well known, just not by speaking or anything, just makes it well known that it's a group of guys out there and it's not just him, but like he's doing ma- majority of the work, I'll admit, but like he, he like, you know what I mean? Like he sets up things. Like he tells, he's a, he's the yeah. captain, tells guys where to go. He tells guys where to sit up because that's his job. You know, he's out there for him the and, team. Him and Jordan himself. Fuller. I mean, Jordan Fuller is one of the smartest football players. What position is he corner? He's a safety. Um, number four. Yeah. Jordan Fuller and Chase Young really set the team up, I think, perfectly in a lot of situations. Um, did you have class with him, Cody? Yeah, yeah Cody had nice. class with Jordan Fuller. Nice. We're basically um, like best yeah, they are. They're, they're good. <laughs> they know each other. Um, so yeah, I I do think that overall they need a little bit of a yeah. Hold on a second. Oh, there we go. That was good. All right, that was really strange. Um, apologize. Oh yeah, we apologize for that. We'll edit it out. It'll be good. Um, yeah. Okay. So. We're going to move on and talk about, like, Maryland here. Do we play Maryland this weekend? For the record, I am not as advanced in college sports as Jacob, so it's going to be a lot of him talking and me trying to figure out things because I'm not that great with college football, I will admit. But I yeah. will get better as the Jer- season Jared's been watching. As I well watch as OSU, though. I watch yeah. who it matters. I watch yeah. who it matters. So, um, Maryland this week. Yeah, Maryland, I was actually – Tony and I were in the car going to pick something up for this podcast this morning. Um I was looking at a, a article. They were saying that one of the beat writers for Maryland, they were asking her what her biggest uh, fear about this team is, uh, about Maryland. I mean, they are destroyed by injuries right now. Um, they've been – their quarterback, Josh Jackson, transferred from Virginia Tech. He's a, He was a great player. I remember when You say Josh Tech. Jackson? Yeah, Josh Jackson. Is that – Am I thinking? Of, oh, is there's, that the same one? There's a Josh Jackson that played basketball okay. at Kansas. That's oh, okay. Now, oh, oh, that's okay. now in the NBA, but this is a different Josh Jackson. He played at, at Virginia Tech. So, um, but yeah, they have. I mean, they have some very good. They have some very good players there. That uh, that Pigram kid played last year at quarterback. Um, he is very very good. Uh, yeah, they they've had just issues keeping players on the field, and. They're such a confusing team. I, I I remember you and I were talking about this. The first game of their season, they had, they were playing an FCS team, but they they ended up seventy nine to nothing. Was that was the final score of that game? It was pretty impressive, actually. I mean they 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 won the next game against Syracuse, who was ranked at the time, sixty three to twenty. 63 to 20 was the final four of that game. Um, and then they lose to teams like Temple, Purdue, Indiana, um, Penn State. This Minnesota team, I am very impressed with. Um, we'll talk about them in a second. Uh, but yeah, I, they've lost some games against teams that they just they shouldn't, and they've lost the ones that they were expected to. And when you do that, you end up with the record that they have right now. What's the record? Um, right now, let's see. Maryland is three and six. Uh, one game was against an FCS team. Um, another team, another one was against. Let's see. <laughs> Maryland's three wins have been against Syracuse. Howard and Rutgers. Um, yeah, they they've allowed thirty four points a game right now. Um, 
average quarterbacks are dicing them up. I do not expect this to be a challenge for Ohio State. Um, I would say by the end of the game, we're looking at 45-3. to That's that's my final score. Um, more than likely, we'll, we'll get the starters out of the game what? pretty early. Um, yeah. All right, so that is going to be it for this week's show. Um, thank you guys for tuning in for our first podcast. Thank you. Um, you can follow us. Um, here we have a couple of social media accounts, so we'll get you guys set up on those. Um, our, our Twitter account is at Buckeye Bubla, B-U-B-B-L-A-H. Um, you guys give us a follow. Um, be appreciated. We get updates on there. We'll talk about the show. Um, yeah, we're going to have, we have our, our personal accounts. Uh, you can follow me at, at Jacob Rocco. Follow me if you please. You don't have to, but I, I just advise you. Was your it's what Boston underscore, underscore Becker sixty three correct? Pretty sure. Yeah, so you could follow Jared on Twitter as well, if um, you choose to. Yeah, we'll be having you know, we have a lot of stuff that's gonna be coming to the podcast here soon. Um, we're getting a lot of new equipment. This is kind of our first one. We just wanted oh, to see how this worked. We're to- uh, I said Tom. Uh, we kind of recorded all of this, and Tony's gonna help us get all this out. Shout out to Tony Cruz. Shout out Tony. Helping us out here. Um, my sister got us a mic. Shout out Sarah. Five seven one three. Yeah, we're gonna uh we're gonna have a lot of new stuff coming on this. The quality is going to get a lot better. Um we just kinda need to get our first show done and get this out for you guys. Uh see if you'd be interested in listening to more. So um thank you for listening this week and uh join us on the bubble coming up next week. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Shout out A B. One last thing, we'll be posting these links on Twitter and Facebook. We have this app that we're going to be posting this on too called Anchor FM. We have a support page with that. There's three tiers of support. There's a 99 cent option, 4.99 and a 9.99. Uh you can find that at anchor.fm/jacob-rocco/support. Anything will help. Thank you guys so much.